Whether you operate one forklift or thousands, one location or hundreds, the new My Toyota customer portal can help you optimize your operation and material handling equipment. This one-stop, free-to-use platform is designed to help you take control of your information and make smarter decisions, all at the touch of a button. Register and access your data today at my.toyotaforklift.com. That's my.toyotaforklift.com. With e-commerce off the charts, many small and growing warehouses are asking, how can I get ahead when my warehouse is barely keeping up? The answer is future-ready warehouse tech from Zebra Technologies. Warehouses can simplify and upgrade all processes, from automated inventory management to hands-free picking, with Zebra's tailored, scalable mobile solutions. They're simple and intuitive. There's never been a better time to upgrade for success with Zebra. How can your warehouse get ahead? The answer's in black and white. Get the answers at zebra.com slash the answer. That's zebra.com slash the answer. The New Warehouse Podcast, hosted by Kevin Lawton, is your source for insights and ideas from the distribution, transportation, and logistics industry. A new episode every Monday morning brings you the latest from industry experts and thought leaders. And now, here's Kevin. Hey, it's Kevin Lawton with the New Warehouse Podcast, bringing you a new episode today. Today's episode, I am going to be talking to Josh Butler, and he is the CEO at Kinetic Eye. Kinetic Eye is looking at facilities um, such as manufacturing facilities and warehouse and distribution facilities um, and taking an approach to giving you a basically additional eye, which is there in the name, um, at your safety and looking at where there may be occurrences and giving you further insight into safety incidents and then also giving you further insight into helping to prevent those safety incidents. So we're going to talk to Josh about uh, about Kinetic Eye, what they do, and then a little bit about how, how it works and how they can really help you to uh, improve the safety within your facility um, and also kind of what, you know, what the future kind of holds for them. So Josh, welcome to the show. How are you? Hey, thanks for having me. It's great to be here. I love the podcast. Big fan. Definitely. Yeah. Yeah. Happy to have you. Um, definitely excited to learn more about Kinetic Eye um, and what it is you guys do. I myself um, have been a warehouse manager and in charge of uh, safety for facilities. So um, this is really something that uh, is exciting to me. So, so I'm curious to learn more. So why, why don't you tell us, tell us, tell us what is Kinetic Eye and what it, what it is exactly that Kinetic Eye does. Sure. So um, super high level, you know, what we're about is automating safety monitoring in industrial workplaces. Um, it's, you know, what we do is we, we connect into existing video cameras, or if you need new video cameras, we don't have them. We can recommend mm-hmm. cameras. You know, they're, they're, you know, super cheap, like a hundred bucks a pop these days. Yeah. Um, we focus on warehouses, manufacturing centers, uh, supply chain. And what the technology does is it analyzes that video footage that's usually already being collected. Mm-hmm. Uh, we use computer vision and then we detect the risk and hazards that you see in the environment. And it kind of reflected back um, to, the, to the managers, the supervisors, and, and the people, um, you know, the workers on the floor, 
uh, industrial athletes to, to help them figure out, you know, how, how they make the place uh, safer. All right. Great. Yeah. Yeah. It's very interesting. Um, concept and I'm, uh, I'm really really intrigued by it so uh, you said something in there you said uh you said computer vision so i'm curious can, can yeah. you elaborate on what that is because you know there's like um i guess artificial intelligence and machine learning mm-hmm. and things of that nature is what's the uh difference there yeah sure so um computer vision you could say is a um a field within ai mm-hmm. um it's the same it's actually been around for for quite some time um Computer vision has been used for things like uh, quality control, um, defect analysis, and manufacturing processes for like decades. Mm-hmm. Um, more recently, you may have heard of like self-driving cars. Um, Tesla uses solely computer vision to right. keep their cars uh, centered on the road. Um, myself and and my co-founders, we actually met working in the self-driving car industry. Um, I uh, I studied computer vision. Um, back in the day, a couple decades ago, uh, and I always wanted to work in the space. And um, uh, so we were actually, we met working at NEO on their uh, self-driving car program. NEO, uh, as of today, is like the fifth biggest uh, automaker in the world. Uh, it's the biggest auto company that you've never heard of, probably. Yeah. Uh, they don't sell in the United <laughs> States yet. The second biggest EV um, auto company behind Tesla. Okay. Um, and, uh, we were basically developing the, the system that runs computer vision to detect all of the, all of the cars and pedestrians, uh, around the vehicle and analyze that to understand what the risk levels are. Cause the, the number one job there is just keep, keep the people inside and out safe. That's, right. that's what we're trying to do with the self-driving car. You know, it's, um, and the reason we were excited about that is because it's solving one of the biggest sources of accidents. Uh, injuries and deaths in the world, right? Hundreds of thousands of people die yeah. um, annually from car accidents. And, um, you know, we were actually, um, you know, we were talking to insurance companies at NEO and uh, we, were, we were getting ready to strike some deals with these insurance companies uh, because if you think about it, once cars stop having accidents, uh, the, the whole purpose of auto insurance kind of goes away. Right. Um, you, it really transforms yeah, the whole yeah. industry, and and um, and we, you know, so we're we're thinking about that, and we're, we're starting to wonder, like, well, could we use computer vision somewhere else? Like, mm-hmm. where where else are people like subject to, um, you know, risks and dangers, and where where are those um, where are they getting hurt? Where are the fatalities? And mm-hmm. that's when we thought, well, what if we just what if we took some of the same technology and propped it up in a um, a factory or a warehouse and uh, see what we could find. And, um, and that was kind of the genesis of the idea, actually, um, and uh, sort of where it came from. Interesting, yeah. Yeah, I love that, um, you know, the concept came from this other idea of keeping people safe, um, like on the road, like you mentioned, inside and out of the cars. And, um, you know, obviously within a warehouse in manufacturing, there's actually a lot of, a lot of safety concerns, um, especially when you have forklift traffic and uh, people going high up and racking with pallets and heavy items and all these different things. So, so it was really mm-hmm. good application, I think, of that. Um, now you mentioned that you know you're utilizing existing uh, video cameras and 
other systems that are in place. So, so Kinetic Eye itself is just a kind of a software platform that hooks into these things, or how how does that work? Yeah, that's right. So, um, it's a software platform. Mm-hmm. We integrate with whatever cameras you already have in place. Okay. We work with about ninety five percent of the brands out there. Um, you know, anything that's been built in the last ten years or twenty years usually like has sort of standard MPEG compression, um, the, mm. the standard compression that's used for cell phones and, and even for like Netflix. Um, we integrate with those, uh, we process it in the cloud and then we, we, uh, sort of reflect it back through this, this web application that we built. So, um, it's, uh, you know, you use your, your Chrome browser or your, um, uh, Firefox and, um, you can even put it up on like a dashboard, uh, in the, uh, like on the floor if you want to create a, a, a dashboard so you can you know, set up competitions to uh, you know get your team focused on on improving safety goals and things like that so Interesting. that's usually what it looks like for uh, for people who are using the system gotcha cool so so give I, give us some examples how, how that works so it's it's monitoring yeah. obviously the video feeds and things of that nature and then through computer vision it's it's looking for safety incidents as you mentioned or things that are I guess potential safety hazards, but how 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 does that work? And like, what's what's some examples of things that it'll it'll tell you? Like, what would show up on that dashboard? Yeah, sure. So, um, I mean, one of the one of the key challenges that I think um, the managers and supervisors and uh, safety professionals have uh, in today's world is that you 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 can't be everywhere at once. Um, so fundamentally, what we're doing is we're solving that. We're like we're making it so now you can have 24 seven visibility, um, you know, across all shifts, across all areas in your facility. So you really have a, a handle on, you know, all the, all the, the near misses, uh, the, and the safety observations that no one really likes to report. Frankly, it's just like, right. uh, it kind of inter- interrupts the flow of work. Um, and, uh, and sometimes it's just not, you know, people aren't necessarily incentivized to, to report those things. Mm-hmm. So, um, what you do is you, you log into the dashboard, uh, and you can see kind of a feed of all of the, the events that have, that have been detected. Uh, you can see the trends. Are things going up? Are they going down? Um, the things we, we kind of detect are things like um, we've detected people crawling under like a, a load, um, mm. like a, a raised truck bed that's, that's mounted on a fork truck. Uh, we've seen people skating across warehouse floors on pallet jacks. It looks fun, but it's probably not the safest thing. No, that's um, <laughs> you know, Forklift collisions that go unreported. It's surprising mm. how many dents there are on those things. Oh, yeah. um, I was surprised to, to learn that um, every year, one in 14 forklift drivers are injured on the job. I mean, if you've... Yeah. I've, I've worked in a warehouse before. Um, mm. I actually worked in a warehouse as a... Uh, uh, like over the summers to uh, help put myself to college. Mm. And, um, you know, there are dents everywhere. Um they're zooming around all around you and stacking boxes. I don't see them coming behind me. And I, I was really surprised to learn that one in 14 forklift drivers are injured on the job every year. Um, it's yeah. crazy. Every, every seven seconds, someone's injured. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I think it's just, uh, it just increases too, because we're having such a higher volume of uh, distribution centers and the demand for forklift drivers is increasing as well. And unfortunately, you know, through my experience, there's a lot of, a lot of places that aren't necessarily um, training as well mm-hmm. as they should. So it's 
it's pretty uh it's pretty dangerous actually surprisingly and you know sometimes even yeah like you said there's one in 14 injured but you know sometimes there's also uh can be fatalities involved too so it's really really important yeah i mean they're like they're that. heavier than cars and they're smaller yeah. than golf carts like they're yeah. uh <laughs> anyway you, yeah sounds like you already know i mean uh the other major bucket really falls into ergonomics mm-hmm. um and this is you know correct lifting posture uh, repetitive strain, things like that. So you know, one of our Fortune 500 customers, they're using it to just see whether people are lifting with their back and with their, their legs, um, you know, in the power zone. Um, now we use something called body pose estimation. We can measure the, the back angle when you're lifting. We can measure the position of the, of the arms and legs and things like that. Yeah. Um, so that can help us w- with either risk assessments or with uh, sort of the, that comprehensive monitoring across the, across the facility. Interesting. I think, I mean, these, so these are the kinds of injuries that like, you know, it actually speaks to like why this, why, why you know, this team of engineers that was working in self-driving cars, like why we all came together to work on this together. Cause like three of us were working on, on that program together. Um, we have our CTO, Michael, who is the chief architect. Um, we have, um, Tyler Toms who he actually has his own podcast. Oh yeah. He's a, uh, he's kind of, he's kind of an incredible guy. He, um, He's written three books on data visualization. Um, he has a podcast about mapping. Uh, he actually ran the uh, uh, GIS, like uh, Geoinformation Systems team at Zillow. Mm. Um, but they joined they joined this team because we're like, like there are a million startups here in the valley. Um, you know, these guys have been uh, delivering enterprise software like IBM, Zillow, Neo um, for you know decades. But they came here because like you know they're there are a million startups to choose from, but how many of them are actually building something cutting edge like this? That's so focused on doing something you know, like incontrovertibly good for society. Right. We're actually saving lives here. Right. Um, and, and you know, how do we do that? It's not just about detecting it's It's about predicting, you know, once you have a trend and you can see, okay, there's a, there's a trend, there's a pattern here. Now we know that, okay, something has to be done here mm-hmm. or we're going to have an accident. And, and like we, we identified those hotspots. The South has created like, like heat maps where you can see the hotspots, mm-hmm. uh, in your facility. Uh, we have, we have trend lines and then we can, we can help recommend, you know, like what are the things that need to happen here in order to like prevent that forklift collision that, you know, there's just two forklifts denting each other today, but tomorrow maybe there'll be someone pinned in between them. Like how do we prevent that from happening? Um, so like maybe that looks like, you know, putting, new safety comes in, putting mirrors in, putting in, um, just changing the, the routing of forklifts, things like that. But, mm-hmm. but maybe you probably wouldn't even notice that if you, if you weren't able to have something there observing the patterns of the operation, uh, when you can't be there. So that's yeah. kind of the, um, concept. Yeah, definitely. I think you had a really good point there at the end about, you know, you don't really notice patterns or things like that when you're not able to, you know, have the eyes on it and like you said earlier you know have eyes everywhere and i think that with Mm -hmm. the i guess busyness of a distribution center um and the way that things are flowing because you know of high demand especially in like e-commerce situations and things of that nature you know it's 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 difficult to take a step back and really look Mm -hmm. for those things until it's until it's too late so having a tool totally yeah, having a tool like your platform with Connect Eye is is really definitely a step forward, like you said, in trying mm-hmm. to create something that will help 
really, you know, save lives and improve worker safety um, and just prove, improve the overall work environment and give a little mm-hmm. sense of, uh, I guess, more comfort in the workplace, you know, and it also kind of helps take off some of that extra burden um, from the managers and, you know, kind of gets them to focus on, like you said, the places where things are really happening with those heat maps and looking at patterns mm-hmm. and reoccurrences instead of, you know, just waiting until until something happens to do something and maybe it's it's too late. We'll be back after a quick break. You hear a lot about supply chains these days, because if the past couple years have taught us anything, it's that an efficient, well-managed supply chain is absolutely critical to keeping businesses successful and consumers happy. I'm Will Haywood, and I host a podcast called All Business, No Boundaries, where we talk about supply chains, how they work, what happens when they don't, and the innovations that are redefining what's possible in the world of logistics. Join me for insightful interviews with thought leaders and industry experts. We discuss how optimizing supply chains can break down the barriers that are holding businesses back. That's All Business, No Boundaries by DHL Supply Chain. Listen and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I mean, it's like you really have to see the patterns before you can start to predict. And then, um, and then when it comes time to like, like, what are you going to do about it? Like, you know, maybe it's, you know, maybe it's new policies, maybe it's, uh, you know, changing the layout, things like that, of mm-hmm. course. But, um, you know, there's also other kinds of things you can do. Like, like we can help you create, um, like rewards programs or like competitions. Like let's create a, let's create a team goal mm-hmm. where we're going to, you know, reduce the number of near misses that, um, or, or, you know, collisions that didn't re- result in injuries, hopefully, mm-hmm. um, on a, on a weekly basis. Like now you actually have a system that can kind of be your like record keeper, uh, for a, for a competition like that. And it doesn't have to be based on number of injuries anymore, mm-hmm. uh, which hopefully is low, uh, lower than you want for a program like that. Mm-hmm. Um, but in our case, it could be like, yeah, let's, uh, let's make sure that like no one's speeding, uh, coming through the thoroughfare or that everyone honks before they go through. Right. And then um, you can use that to develop the, uh, you know, a culture, a culture that's proactive about this. And I think that's really what it's about in the end, right? Right, definitely, yeah, yeah. And I think that, like you said, even though you know you can put all these tools in place and everything, the culture is what what really will drive the safety. But I think being able to point out these things and even I think showing. You know, as uh, someone that's been involved in safety and managed safety in a facility, you know, you always try to you always try to make an impact on people um, when it comes to safety. So, you know, I always kind of pull up the uh, top 10 worst forklift accidents, right? To make <laughs> people kind of wake YouTube up and realize. YouTube is full like, of some scary, scary stuff. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, I think yeah. being able to also now show these patterns and say like, you know, look, you guys are really you guys are going too fast like really in this area and like look like look at this pattern mm-hmm. or whatever the case may be the heat map um kind of makes them realize like what is really really happening and the importance of making sure they're doing doing the right thing um so yeah. you know yeah. looking at safety incidents and preventing them you know even as we try to do preventative measures and prevent them there's always going to be something that comes up and you know one of the things um you know i guess i've been been lucky to work for uh, a company that's very very diligent about safety and um tries to be as proactive as possible so 
pretty intensive in terms of um, investigating and writing up reports and you know seeing what we can do for preventative measures when something happens so so i saw on your website and caught my attention was this um, incident forensics and review feature that's within mm -hmm. kinetic eye so tell tell me a little bit about how, how does that work and how can that kind of expand on when something does happen how can it expand on really understanding what what happened in that incident? Yeah, yeah. I mean, um, so I, I think maybe the best way to answer that is, um, you know, we're in the business of helping you monitor, and that's mm -hmm. like the detection of, of, of these near misses and safety events. Uh, review those events, which is the forensics here, and then uh, and then preventing them. Right. So, um, so what does it look like when you're when you are reviewing? So, um, as a as a like a manager or a, or a safety manager, um, we can send you like a list of the top events every day. You can get this in your dashboard. You can get it in your, your inbox at the end of the day. Mm -hmm. These are the top events that we've detected, uh, in your facility. Uh, and you can just like click right in, uh, and, and see them. You can see the video. You can see it from, you know, multiple points of view. Mm -hmm. Um, you can, uh, you can classify and you can set the severity. You can flag it, uh, to come back to it soon. Uh, you can you can comment on those there. So we actually drive collaboration around these to drive a conversation about what what we can do to address this in the future. Um, you can share that uh, with other people um, in the organization. Um, you can even package it up and then share it with your insurance company. Because uh, one thing that's really important is that like you know if someone does get here on the job that you get that um, that you inform the insurance company as soon as possible so they get access to those workers' comp benefits and, you know, it doesn't turn into something worse than it already is. They right. can get those, the medical care they need, right? Um, so it helps with all of that. Um, you can also, uh, you can also, like, maybe, um, like, let's say you, that we, um, I don't know, detected some property damage or something like that. Um, you can use the tool to look at it from different angles. Mm. Uh, you can see patterns of uh, incidents that have happened in that area uh, over the last like 30 days, 90 days or whatever to see if okay. this is a pattern more than just like something that just happened. Those are all kinds of things we can do to help you like, you know, not just look at the, the incident at hand, but also sort of like how does it fit into the broader workflow and how does it fit into the, into the pattern of the operation, right? So right. we can make any, any, any corrective actions that need to be made, right, to address it. Okay, interesting, yeah. Yeah, it sounds like it would really give you um, some more more insight and focus on what what happened and maybe even like the cause as well because that's always kind of the yeah. a little bit well, of I mean, foggy area. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What, what, what I like to say is that data solves all arguments. Mm -hmm. um, you if, if you have a video of, of what actually happened, it's not uh, you can't argue about what happened. Um, right. Uh, you may, um, <laughs> so it just yeah, this is, this is it. We have we have uh, now, now we know and we know like what action needs to be taken in order to, to address in the future. Definitely, yeah, yeah. I think it's really it's a really cool um, platform and concept. So, is it? I mean, it, what? How are some of the I guess companies that are using Kinetic Eye now? I mean, what kind of improvements have they made um, based on what mm -hmm. they've seen through the through the data? Sure. Yeah. I mean. Um, you know, we've seen, uh, let's see, we, we've seen um, people falling out of open dock doors um, mm -hmm. where there wasn't a trailer there. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's like surprising. Um, 
not it's not surprising, but it's like it happens more than you might think. Yeah. Um, you know, obviously, like that led to some training and some policy changes. Um, they added in uh, like chains and gates. Um, we've seen forklift collisions uh, mm-hmm. where they led to, it led to just changing the, the routing. Honestly, yeah. Um, we've seen. Uh, I think I mentioned someone crawling under a, a live load um, right. a forklift. That was that was a one-on-one coaching situation. Um, there was a better, there were certainly better ways to do um, what needed to be done. Um, there's some. Uh, there's also stuff around like like very like precarious loads. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, when loads are falling off of forklifts, um, there's usually a reason in this. In, in a case we saw, there was uh, they just needed to to wrap it. Essentially, they needed to wrap the loads effectively mm-hmm. before they get lifted. So, like these are those ended up that, that was a, a policy change around um, um, gotcha. how they load certain types of things. Okay. Um, those are a few examples. Yeah, interesting. I, I I'm curious. Do you ever um, like the people that are on the platform? Is there ever like uh, a look at everybody's data like together i'm curious you know if you guys ever release like uh we're seeing you know in the past like benchmarking yeah i guess like in the past three months you know over all of your mm-hmm. customers like you're seeing like oh yeah. like uh we have this kind of incident it's like on the rise and you know what we, we did do was around uh social distancing mm-hmm. um we did a little bit of a research project around that and we saw Frankly, we saw that most of the problems were managers. Um, <laughs> um, uh, and it was a pretty easy thing to solve, honestly. Um, once they understood what they were doing, um, that was, uh, they're, they're also uh, most often to break like PPE rules, like um, not wearing vests on the floor, things like that. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> that, that was interesting. We, we, we definitely saw that the, uh, like mask wearing and social distancing mm-hmm. uh, got better over time uh, once we were able to sort of reflect Point that, uh, out, yeah. that data back to the back to our customers. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah it's a shame. Uh, there's some Good managers question. that think they're think they're above the above the rules, but <laughs> that doesn't really, yeah. that doesn't really help <laughs> drive the are. culture. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I have I have more of an optimistic view that they're more like oblivious to their own behavior, um, and <laughs> that was the story I got. Yeah. Um, but yeah, yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay. So yeah, yeah. I mean, it sounds like kinetic guy, I mean, is really kind of the, like you mentioned earlier, kind of the cutting edge and the, the future of this kind of safety improvement and being able to really wrap your hands around safety, especially in, especially in huge facilities as well. I think it's really helpful because like, you, you know, yeah. you mentioned like you can't have eyes everywhere and this really kind of helps you, helps you to kind of close it in a little bit and focus on those areas where yeah. the focus needs to be, um, instead of finding out too late, as we mentioned before. So, you know, kinetic eye, what, what is like the future of kinetic eye? Where does, where does kinetic eye go from here and what's kind of the, the plans there? Yeah. I mean, um, so we we do work with um, a number of partners, like um, some of the biggest uh, workers' comp insurers in the U.S. Okay. Um, and actually in Japan as well. Uh, and we're we're excited about showing how 
we are making our customers safer and what that can mean for their, you know, um, insurance premium, you know, especially these days, like not only is it making harder, making it harder for, for people to travel, um, between facilities and like ensure that, you know, um, culture and standards are being met, um, across those facilities. Like now they can actually kind of use this more to be like, to be present while being remote. Um, yeah. And, uh, and the same thing applies to like insurance, um, uh, risk managers, the, the risk managers at insurers, um, like they can't visit facilities very much anymore mm-hmm. either. Um, and so we can, we can kind of help them, uh, provide some value add for their customers there. Um, we're also, um, we also recently partnered with, um, a, uh, an EHS software, uh, solution. We're working with uh, SAP. Okay. I actually just had a conference where they announced the partnership last month. Oh, and, um, yes, yeah, it's, it's, it's really exciting. I mean, one, one of the challenges with EHS software is that it's only as good as the data you put into it. Mm. Um, and so what we're able to do is we're able to solve one of those big data issues, which is, um, how do you get enough of those near misses and safety observations? Yeah, the collection. Yeah. Um, and, and the, the, the data about the incidents themselves with good forensics and, uh, you know, Good understanding of the root cause, so that you can take the right corrective action. So, like, uh, it's a it's a natural partnership, and I expect we'll be um, making more of those uh, with the HS uh, systems because we're, we're happy to integrate with them. Um, we think that they're, um, you know, we don't need to replace them. Um, maybe a small, uh, a small, small operation um, uh, doesn't need a full HS platform, and they could use ours. But um, right. um, you know, we're happy to we're happy to integrate and just sort of be the be the eyes and ears. Uh, that populate that. Um, yeah, I mean, we uh, we're, we're selling primarily to like uh, the Fortune 500 companies mm-hmm. with like multiple facilities, uh, helping them benchmark and, and set standards across the facilities. But um, especially in, in connection with their insurance companies, we can work with small companies um, that um, that do value safety and, and want to protect their workers. So like we're yeah. we can really um, um, work across the board there. Um, our, our, our mission is just to, just to save as many lives and, and make sure people can go home safely at the end of the day. Um, like that's, that's what we're here for. And, and, um, this technology is, um, you know, it's just really exciting, um, what we've been able to accomplish and we see, um, um, the, the hardware and what's possible with the software is just making leaps and bounds. Um, literally like, there were months, um, if not years. Mm-hmm. So um, we do have a lot uh, in the roadmap that we'll be excited to share with the uh, with our customers in, in 2021. But um, um, I don't want to give away the. <laughs> uh, I don't want to let the cat out of the bag quite yet. Gotcha. All right. <laughs> Got it. So, yeah, I mean, that, that's a really, really um, great mission that you have. So, I mean, it's what you're doing, I think, is is good work. And it's it's only going to improve um, the environment for for workers in these different um, facilities. So so you, you mentioned there a, a lot about kind of the insurance companies. So is are you seeing or maybe is there potential that companies can take the data that you're collecting and show insurance companies that their incident rates have like decreased or their incident rates are, are low and actually end up 
getting their premium reduced in a way? Is that is that possible? Yeah, I mean, the, the most basic is like you're safe. Like once you you've installed the system, mm-hmm. um, your injury rates go down. It's, yeah. it's uh, you know, there's a lot to go down, so your premiums go down. We're we're but we can also help you like write that story. Um, if you have mm. like cold hard data that shows not just injury rates going down, but like maybe even uh, in the last like two or three months, you know, it, um, there's no more speeding, there's no more like everyone's wearing all the appropriate PPE. Yeah. Um, you know, there are no more near misses. Um, that's powerful, right? Yeah. So uh, we work with a lot of brokers as well, um, and we're we're helping them uh, get the best the best deals with their insurance companies. Definitely. Yeah. Yeah. That's really good to know. I think that helps, uh, improve the, the case for, um, implementing as well. So, so yeah, I mean, we're all about, we're all about driving safety by driving ROI for sure. Um, yeah, <laughs> yeah. It, it always comes down to like, how do I, you know, how do I, how do I make the case internally? Um, I mean, it's, it, it, it isn't just money, right? It's like, you know, the, um, the, an improvement in safety, like it doesn't just, uh, prevent injuries and, and, and save money. It's it's a it's a brand thing too. It's a reputation thing. Um, yeah. It's a reputation around your product. It's a reputation thing around around um, you know like being able to recruit people to work there. Um, no one wants to work at a company where they um, you know, they they hear through their community that, that there are accidents happening. Yes. Um, so we're we're really here to um, um, yeah we're, we we know that we can we can. We can create value for, the, for our, our clients um, up and down the board, and, uh, you know, from the from the people who are benefited from being able to go home safe at the end of the day, all the way up to the CEO who's um, you know worried about his uh, quarterly um, you know earnings call mm. with his investors. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. Unfortunately, that's uh, you know safety shouldn't really have a have a price tag on it, but. Uh, Unfortunately, that becomes the case. So, but I think that yeah. you know what you're doing with Kinetic Eye. I mean, it, it's really great. Uh, and I say it again. I mean, I think it's it's really good work, and it's it's something that's going to really help improve. And I think it's it's the future of looking at safety. And uh, I'm really happy that uh, we could connect and could learn more about this as well. So, so Josh, I want to I want to thank you for being on the show. Um, how how can people find out more information about Kinetic Eye? Thanks, Kevin. It's been awesome being here. Um, I, uh, I'd say the easiest way is uh, you can email me directly at uh, josh at kineticeye.io. That's um, K-I-N-E-T-I-C-E-Y-E dot I-O. Okay. That would be, uh, that's probably the best way. And, uh, you know, check out our website to find us there. Check me out on LinkedIn. I think, uh, you can see some of the some of the work the team's doing, and uh, and follow along there. All right, great, and we'll put all that information on the newwarehouse.com as well for reference. So, Josh, thank you again for uh, being on the show. That's been great. Thanks so much, Kevin. You've been listening to the New Warehouse Podcast with Kevin Lawton. Subscribe and check us out online at thenewwarehouse.com.
Thank you for listening to this episode. If you want more content from the new warehouse, check out our new video series called All Hands on LinkedIn. Just search for the new warehouse on LinkedIn and follow along.